0: Hey, beautiful souls. Thanks for joining me for this mini pod. You know, I recently had a birthday, and as I've grown older, I'm reminded that there are those who weren't afforded the time to comb gray hair or have stiff joints. I do. Have these signs of age, and so I celebrate each birthday. You know, not doesn't have to be in a huge way, but I do celebrate my birthday. My mom likes to tell me the story of my birth every year. You know, my parents are really cute, they will call me on my birthday and sing happy birthday to me, and uh, my daughter now expects them to do that. And she kind of gets worried as the day goes by. <laughs> you know, if if they wait later in the day to give me a call. She's like, grandma, grandma gonna call. And sing happy birthday to you. And you know, it it's one of my most treasured memories. And so I actually have them on my uh you know my machine. You know, one year I was out and they called and I wasn't home and they sang to me and I still have it. So um so my mom likes to tell me the story of my birth every year. And so she was eight months along and went for her exam. And when she was ready to leave, the doctor said, See you next month after I was born he told her that he knew he would be seeing her the next day but didn't want her to be nervous. So I was born one month early at Prentice Women's Hospital in downtown Chicago. And when my mother came to, he told her that they had a baby girl and that I weighed three pounds, four ounces. My mom said, hold on, wait, this is no time to joke. And just tell me the truth. And he repeated that, and she cried. And my father said, because he had seen me in what what they call now the NICU, he said to her, she's all skin and bones. Her chest looks like a barrel, but she sneezed, and her whole body shook, and she was fine. If she can come through that, she will be all right. So my mother called her mother, and when told my wait, my Sicilian grandmother said, that's not even a pot roast, and out came the rosary. Later that evening, my grandma, Stroda, visited the hospital. And prior to this, my mom and, you know, her mother-in-law had a conversation about pregnancy and delivery because I was the first, my mom's first. So she was asking my grandmother these questions. And so, you know, my grandmother had my father on the dining room table. So, uh, you know, there's all, you know, they we're having this conversation about deliver, you know, having a baby, and so as my grandmother enters the room, my mom says, "You didn't say it would hurt that bad." And with a quick wink and a smile, my grandmother answered, "Welcome to the club, dear." And so on my birthday every year, my dad puts his hands on my shoulders and shakes me and says, You're my fighter, Lisa. You're a fighter. And so I was I was in that hospital for almost a month. Yeah. A month. And my mom says now that, you know, it ignorance is bliss. She says, you know, I didn't really know how serious things were. Uh, but, you know, you were in, you know, what they, like, uh, like the NICU, and back then we had one car, and so I had to, you know, wait till your father would come home, and we'd have dinner, and then we would go downtown, all the way downtown, and see you every night, and parents weren't allowed to hold the babies, so they would take you out of the incubator and hold you up to the window. And then we got to look at you. But she said, every day at noon, the nurse would call her and tell me and tell her what I weighed. Oh, she gained an ounce, you know. (laughs) So then, because my mom told her mother and her mother-in-law this, so then, you know, 12.15, Grandma Consalvo would call. And she'd give her the news. Oh, she gained an ounce. Yeah, right. Then 12.30, Grandma Gonsalvo would call. She gained, she gained an ounce. And so when I got up to five pounds, I was able to go home. So the day my parents picked me up from the hospital happened to be the day that Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. And so, my father, when he tells this story, he has, he's told me many times um, he was never more afraid in his life. He didn't think he was going to be able to get us home. You know, back, first of all, back then they didn't have car seats or anything. So, my mom is sitting, uh, I don't know, she's sitting holding me. They're going down the Kennedy Expressway. And my dad said they had called out the National Guard, and so the National Guard was on each of the uh overpasses, and you know with their guns everything, and so uh he was afraid that he wasn't going to be able to get to the northwest side where they lived, uh so he said i it was one of the most, as scariest times in my life because I didn't know if I could get you to home. So, um, uh, you know, and he, and that's another story that he tells, he tells me that story every year. My mom tells me the one of, of my birth and how she thought he, my father was kidding when he told my weight. So, um, yeah. And, uh, that's my birth story. So I just wanted to share that with you because uh, it's just something that, you know, even to you know, my mom has to tell me this every year, she tells, you know, it's like she was she relives it uh, my birthday that uh, uh, you know this was just something traumatic, but she says, you know, I really I didn't know better. Because, you know, I never had a baby. So, you know, I, I didn't know that, uh, you know, there were a lot of things that could have gone wrong being in the hospital, you know, after, you know, for a month and stuff. So I just wanted to share that with you. Have a, uh, a great week and keep the faith. Thanks for listening to the Holistic Life Coach Podcast. Show notes can be found at theholisticlifecoachpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast to be notified when the next episode drops. Until next time, beautiful souls.